0: TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa.
1: The Oklahoma City Thunder pulled a fast one on us. They wore the Mavericks jerseys in Oklahoma City playing the Dallas Mavericks and then sadly defeated the Dallas Mavericks. To the tune of 116-108, to 108, a far cry from the absolute... Travesty of a basketball game, we had to sit and watch uh, last game before the All Star break about a week ago when the Thunder lost to Dallas. And again, one of the worst basketball games I've ever seen. But this was a much more entertaining game, much more high scoring game. And of course, the Thunder came out on top, so everybody around here is happy. And we are happy. Uh, For you to be joining us here on the First Take Thunder post game show, ten thirty at night on one hundred seven point seven, the franchise. Brady Trantham here alongside Miss Christine Butterfield and our beautiful producer, who's very excited tonight for reasons that we'll get into later. So happy, Mister Matthew James Burton. I don't know what's your middle name, Matt. Uh, Sydney. Oh yeah, Sydney. (laughs) Yes. yes. Wait, this isn't a joke.
0: No, after my grandfather. Yes, it's. Come on. Aren't you woke, He goes Christine? by Sid, so if you... Yeah. Sid. If you call me Sid. Then, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you need Sid, wake up. Burton. I'm
2: you're very awake. To, uh, I just... This is, is news to me. I'm not going about
0: a family name, okay? Yeah. Anyway. Okay?
2: I'm not joking. I'm just, I'm just, you know... I'm just living in the that's moment. That's
0: not what you thought it was going to be.
1: Christine throwing shade at names when her last name is what? Butterfield. Yes. Let, you can't
2: throw shade at that. I let mean, that's Let us that's just awesome.
1: through the wonderful Butterfields and talk about this game. Christine, I'll start with you. You were at the arena for the first half. The Thunder controlled. And guess what? They did so because Alexey Pokashevsky started tonight? <laughs> I, I mean, look. The the Mavericks didn't have Luka Doncic and Chris Datsporzingis. Okay, they yeah. played last night. This was the second night of the back-to-back for the Dallas Mavericks. They uh, uh, beat the uh, San Antonio Spurs last night. Luka Doncic actually had a triple-double last night, just casually. That's just what he does now. Uh, they sat out tonight. So, of course, that helps out the Thunder. Uh, but Luca didn't play the other night when they played the Thunder and beat Oklahoma City, so still a solid win. Oklahoma City being out, handful of players: Darius Baisley out with a random shoulder contusion. I guess that's. I guess he slept on it wrong, and they're like, "No, we're tanking, so you're not going to play." Uh Hamidou Diallo is still out. We're going to get into that a little bit later. That's a little concerning for me. George Hill is still continuing to be out with his uh, finger surgery recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lexi Pokashevsky in the starting lineup for the first time of his young career. This is the first time he's been back with the Thunders since so being sent down to the G League bubble in Orlando. We had Where he had a rather impressive showing. Uh, but, I mean, you can go through the starting five I mean, and pick any player you want. I mean, basically everybody tonight had a really good game. But it really it was a a solid victory for Oklahoma City start to finish.
2: Yeah, everyone from the starting lineup played really well I thought and I never thought that that was going to include Oleski Povkashevsky but it turns out that when you spend time in the G League and you're able to improve areas in your game at a slower pace, you're able to apply those situations in a faster pace environment and that's exactly what he's kind of done. We saw him be able to improve his game in the G League with, you know, players like-minded like himself. Also, he probably has a size advantage there. Moving back into the NBA, he was able to recognize some of those situations quicker and was able to get a better shot selection. And I think his confidence really grew from when he was in the G League and he was able to just know what to do every single time he got the ball. And he proved that tonight. I mean, he was... One sec. <laughs> Sorry.
1: He was... Math is so 14, hard.
2: He, like, he had 14 points, and then he was 4'11 from the floor, which, I mean, usually for a player that you would say that that's kind of inefficient. But for someone like Oleski Pokashevsky to come out here tonight and to be able to just put up a couple threes, especially one near the end of the game that it was, was... the dagger. He hit the it, dagger. Yeah, it was direly needed. So he really impressed me tonight. Didn't think I was going to say that. Al Horford... You know, when the old man gets his rest, he's able to show that he can still put up some big numbers. So, like you said, Brady, everyone in the starting five played well, and a couple of players on the bench too. I thought Isaiah Roby had a good night. I mean, if you take away Poku's dagger and the fourth quarter, they would have had they would have both finished. Oh, well, I guess not, but nine points. But I mean, like when you at this point, Brady and Matt Byrne. I'll ask you this too. When you are putting against putting Poku against Isaiah Roby, what do you think of them skills wise when you put them against each other? Obviously, Poku's got the height; he's got the length, but I think Roby has a little bit more confidence than he does, and I think his shot selection is a little bit better. But you know, there's a give and take then there for sure.
1: Well, I I think with Poku, I mean, it's interesting. Like, I don't want to get hung up too hung up on a a stat line, but four of eleven because I was I was on earlier with Chisholm and Sam. And the main thing that we talked about was, look, I'm not expecting anything glorious. I'm not expecting him to shoot like six of eight, six of nine, which is nice. But uh, I'm not expecting that at all. I basically expected this. After what we saw mad out of him out of the G League, like the whole thing was just his athleticism, like his talent, his ability, it drips off of him. You can tell he knows what he's capable of doing. But him doing it at this stage in his career, how young he is and how physically immature he is, he's just not able to do it against NBA-level defenders, even average ones, because these are still the cream of the crop of the world. And it was just the whole thing was, please, send him down to the G League so he can do this against a lesser crop of defensive players and succeed. And maybe that confidence can build into something where, like tonight, where you shoot 4 of 11 instead of 1 of 11 or o of 10. Right. And, look, this was an absolute step in the right direction because you saw the confidence. I mean, you don't take that shot in the fourth quarter, Matt, unless you're confident, and he hit it, and he looked every bit like the player that I can see the Thunder falling in love with in the draft.
0: Right. No, he is confident, and he does have a skill set. You can see what he, like you like you said, you can see what he thinks that he can do and what he knows that he can do on the basketball court. Um, but, yeah, the <laughs> sending him to the G League... Absolutely, the right decision. I mean, you, you, he comes from—he wasn't even playing in the top Greek division in Greece. He was playing in the B in the B division. So going from there straight to NBA basketball was probably like just eye-opening. Just an eye-opening experience. Like the speed of the game, the athleticism of the game, like everything probably just—I don't know—just shocked him a little bit. And it and it showed obviously those first games before. He went down the G League, it showed. I mean, he kinda looked like a deer in the headlights sometimes out there. Um but yeah, send him down to the G League where he can I don't know the game's more his speed. The game is more his speed. He's not playing against like I don't know, just name him tonight. Name Josh Richardson. He's not playing against those guys. He's playing against, you know, guys that are career minor league basketball players. Really. So and he looked he looked like he got that confidence back in the G League, honestly. And it showed tonight. He was he was playing with so much confidence. I love to see it. The Poku haters are mad. Yeah, exactly. That's They're what so I was mad. I was
1: waiting for that. Like you're telling me all these nice things
0: but tell me why the haters are mad. You 14 points 14 points, 8 he rebounds. He was done. He was three trash. Assists. Three assists. He was trash. He was supposed to be out of the league. A bust. The haters are so mad tonight, and I love it. I need their tears. I need their tears <laughs> in a little bottle so I can drink them. I was going to say and you then, should eat them yes, for breakfast. Yes, no, I it's, will. It's almost I will. as if... And no, it's almost as if he's 19 years old, and he's playing in, his in, like in the NBA I, I, after coming from what? the B division in Greece. It's Of not course even... he's going to struggle. Of course he's going to struggle at the start. But no, I love this. He showed flashes tonight. And uh, like not only the dagger three, he hit free throws late. He hit free throws He got, late, to, the he got to the foul line. line.
2: That's my Andy. thing. He got to the foul line, right? Yes. I mean, we haven't seen him be aggressive with the basketball this entire season. You
0: know, like and he had a good block on Jalen Brunson at, on the defensive end too. Big. So he's kind of
1: doing it all. Big things happen on March 11th in Oklahoma City. I mean, last year, of course, we know what happened, and then this year it was Poku got to the foul line. They will write this in the history books. They
2: you, will, know, uh, they will <laughs> you know the, uh erect anniversary you know the Oklahoma City Thunder is one and 0 when Poku shoots free throws I can't wait for a sappy when he starts
1: I, I love it I can't wait for a sappy like athletic feature or documentary about I mean, where were you when
0: Shevsky went to the foul line for the first time in his NBA career
2: <laughs> do you remember what you were doing that night
0: I was in the arena you were in the arena Christine so you could say that
2: I was in the arena both times <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, I guess we can talk about that a little bit tonight. I mean, all three of us were involved last year. Yeah. We're still here. It's weird. And we made it a out alive. Night. Does Tyler Media know that? I don't know, but they might, Tyler, Mr. Media might be asleep right now. Mr. Media. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, Mr. Tyler Media, sir.
1: I just want to, I, I picture Tyler Media as like uh, an upstanding person.
2: I uh, picture him in like a really old, traditional, like ping, red, ping red one, velvet. Ping
1: one. Tuxedo. Not where I was going, like. With that, he would say, "Mr. Media is my." I'm
0: picturing him with one of those. (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing him with one of those
2: um, pipes that like go down and like. Exactly.
1: You know. Exactly, and um,
2: like like we're we're very uh, thankful
1: to still be here a year after the world was uh, put on a very very gigantic hiatus, abrupt halt. Yeah, that Thunder Jazz game never came back because uh, Rudy Gobert has not got his welcome. Uh, from the Oklahoma City crowd. So hopefully next year we can look forward to that since the Thunder have already announced they're not going to have fans for the rest of the uh, season. But I guess before we pick the Thunder player of the game, guys, let's go a little bit deeper other than Pokashevsky because we'll have more chances to talk about him tonight. And hopefully this is the beginning of something for him. I don't know what the Thunder plan on doing with him rotations-wise, but we are 16 days away from the trade deadline. Who knows what this roster looks like in the next two weeks. And if it looks like... Kind of what you realistically can expect from the Thunder on the trade deadline when that comes and goes. Pokashevsky's going to have a lot more opportunities like this, so hopefully this is the beginning of something for the young Thunder rookie. Uh, but once again, Oklahoma City defeats Dallas 116-108. to 108. Uh, Shea Gillis alexander was the leading scorer for Oklahoma City. 32 points, 6 assists, 2 rebounds, 22 shots, 11 of those makes. Al Horford, 21 points to go along with 9 rebounds. He was 4-5 or five from the 3-point line. Lou Dort, 14 points, five rebounds, four of nine from the field. So, a good return of form game for him following his incredible performance in the Rising Stars game. I think we'll all remember where we were when, when that game went down. Him and Teo Maladon, shout. Uh, Teo Maladon as well, 11 points. So, everybody in the starting five in double digits. So, Christine, uh, we can touch on this for just a little bit because it probably will segue into the Thunder player of the game. But SGA with 32 points awful 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 end to the first half of the season but like right before the end of the first half of the season Sj was putting on quite a show showing us what he is more than capable of and what Thunder fans can expect hopefully down the road of him scoring in the 30s with regularity uh, but tonight was just such a casual 32 points that it took me a minute to like kind of realize like midway through the fourth quarter like oh okay like he's he could probably score 30 if the Mavs kind of make a run. SJ's going to have more opportunities to touch the ball late in the fourth quarter. That's exactly what happened. And he missed, I think, two layups. Dallas had some good defense. He missed two layups. Dallas kept kind of screwing around. And then SJ finally got some two these mid-range jumpers to fall. And then you just kind of saw, okay, here's the clutch king.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the reason why it felt pretty casual was because he had, I think, six or eight points in the first quarter when they kind of took him out for a little bit of a long stretch there. And so he was slowly climbing back up um, his ladder of scoring. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, of course, in the clutch, Shay's going to do what Shay's going to do. And then what he does is make points when he knows he need the games on the wire and he needs to come up for his team. And like you said, he scored 32 points. But even though that's amazing, and even though, and he went nine of nine from the free throw, so like that's great too. Like you want your star to making at least eighty percent, and he made a hundred percent of his free throws, so good on Shea for that. But he went one of five from behind the arc, and I feel like that was a part of his game tonight that was really struggling. He just couldn't get it done from you know, outside of the arc. And I don't know what was going through his mind. I mean, clearly he was able to get it done in the paint. He was able to attack the rim. And obviously with your point guard being able to dish it out and facilitate, that's a huge part of the game too. But you got to be able to make those shots, especially when you're the leading scorer for the team. And lucky for him, people like Al Horford, Lou Dort, Teo, they all stepped up. I mean, even Isaiah Roby hit a three, but... I think when you go one of five, you kind of have to take that into consideration a little bit. So, other than that, I thought he played great.
1: <laughs> played great. And that's kind of the standard for SGA now. Like, now that this is certainly his team, but uh, I mean, Ty Jerome will have something to say about that the later we get into this, right? I mean, Suns Reddit
0: is just no doubt. As, oh, they're Sun's, so mad. Who's more mad, Suns Reddit or Poku haters? <laughs> uh, Poku haters. It's Poku haters. Poku
2: haters will always triumph.
0: Because at least the Suns got Chris Paul back in the in that trade. And ag- so and again, like I, I I understood like the
1: frustration watching Pokushevsky like jack up seven or eight shots. None of them had yeah. any purpose to them. He was just jacking up shots. Um, I understood the frustration when he would turn the ball over. Like I, I get it, but guys. There are 72 games this season. I, he's not going to play all of them, but he's going to play you know, a, a gigantic amount of games this season, and he's going to look bad, 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 and the hope is that he just makes some incremental improvements. SGA was kind of in the same boat his rookie year going into his first year with the Thunder. Of course, he had a much higher platform to start off from than where Poku is starting off from because SGA was somewhat of a prod, prodigy coming out of Kentucky, even out of high school. Uh, but It's just... Guys, there are a lot of basketball games. Seasons are long. To me, NBA seasons last so much longer than NFL seasons, than college football seasons. It's not... It is definitely not the same thing, but, I mean, the development, you know, Poku's making is great, but the development that even SGA is making, like, Matt, it's, it's giving me, like, this thing where I'm like, I feel like I know what his ceiling is, but... You know, by year three, you should have an understanding of what a player's ceiling is. But I'm still learning it, and I think that that's nothing but a good thing for Shea Gill Alexander.
0: Yeah, he's just adding a bunch of things to his game, and like uh, shooting, he's, I believe, in every single percentage, like shooting percentage, he's he's a career high this year. Like, so he's just getting better and better and better every single year. So, uh, adding that three point, I mean, again, one for five tonight, which, I mean, uh, that's just an anomaly. I think. I think he's way better of a shooter than that. But, guys, I, I texted my dad about this earlier. He's already elite, like a top-tier guard at attacking the basket and finishing at the basket. If only that was he the only, only all-star
1: like, like criteria.
0: Right, exactly. No, but he is already elite in the NBA at that, in year three, like at finishing at the basket. He is the, in the upper tier with like Kyrie Irving,
1: like those and, guys. And in a weird way, he's kind of mastered the ability to make easy layups and not go out of his way to make them look fantastic by just doing the scoop thing it's like all right just take what the defense has given to you and then you can entertain people other times like don't make it harder on yourself it's a small observation but that's something that i've noticed this year where he's just a little bit more like like the shortest distance between two two points is a straight line i'm just gonna do like the bread and butter thing here if that makes sense right i i just i think with sga like I don't really know what to expect. I I kind of have an understanding of what to expect individually, uh, in terms of like scoring and stuff like that. So some things will surprise me. Most of it shouldn't. I just don't know what to expect. And like, you guys can pounce on this all you want. I don't know what to expect after the trade deadline. Like, assuming that, let's just assume that two players get traded. Who they are, we don't need to. It's not going to be Al Horford. It's not going to be Al Horford. So please stop that. But no need to speculate on who it is. But two players get traded. I don't know what to expect from SGA with the limited amount of talent on this team because there're going to be times where he gets so bogged down that he's just going to look bad. And it's not going to be like, oh, he's hit a wall, he's trash now or this is like this is all we can expect. It's like, guys, at some point this season, if the tank truly starts rolling in, that's where you kind of really put a cap on your individual expectations for for individual players.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to Amount to who gets traded, you know. Like I, there's a billion combinations. And, if they, and if they get
1: something back, like if they, have to yeah. get like some aged veteran, like that guy is going to help them win games too.
2: Yeah, I mean, or if they get like a uh, like a two to three year player that's you know been in the league for a couple of years, knows what to expect, and is able to kind of integrate himself into the team quickly, but also isn't too old that he needs a lot of rest. I think that would be a good fit for them. I, like I said, I think it's just going to matter on like who they get. And who they take away, like who's taken from them, because they have such a great chemistry right now. I feel like a change could possibly be good, but also if you take away two key players like that, there's going to be some growing pains, and there's going to be some times where SGA needs to figure out how to get the best out of who they get in return. So I don't really know what that's going to look like. I'm sure that there's going to be nights where they're off. I'm sure that there's going to be nights where SGA can't get it done, and that's not going to be his fault. But Ultimately, I know that that's not going to be the end of, you know, his season or, you know, people are going to start looking bad on him for that. So I don't really think that's going to amount to be a big deal, especially as far as this season's concerned. But who knows moving forward?
1: Well, Matt, I guess that should be our little cue to I, I, this is going to be hard. It's going to be very hard. There's only two people we can choose. But let's do the Thunder player of the game.
0: No, the Franchise Thunder Player of the Game. Brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmund.
1: And I lied. Because I'm going to say Taichiro.
2: <laughs> Shut up. His,
1: his three points and his one of eight performance. <laughs> just phenomenal. So
2: key for the Thunder.
0: He's a key three-pointer. I mean, I, I, hey,
2: he does a lot of things that, you know, just aren't in the stat book. And that's okay.
0: <laughs> he just hustles so much.
2: He was out hustling Kenny hey,
0: tonight.
1: Hey, t- just color me impressed f- from a player who's O of seven and then takes a big balls moment three late in the game <laughs> yeah. and hits it with all the confidence in the world, like as if he's seven of seven. I'm I'm just yeah. kidding. I mean, I'm just kidding. It, it. It's, it's Shea Gill's Alexander. Although yes. you can have a special sub chapter for Pokushevsky. This is the Alexei Pokushevsky Thunder game.
2: It, it was his best night. I don't know if I would call him player of the game. I was kind of thinking Al Horford's part of the conversation just because of...
1: <laughs> Al, Horford's. Al, Hor- Al Horford's playing. <laughs> quiet, Listen. Quiet, quiet, quiet on the green.
2: Listen, okay, okay. Listen, you know, whenever the Thunder started out the game, it was Al Horford putting up most of the points for the Thunder. It was Al Horford and then um Teo made two shots early, so they were the leading scorers for a minute. And then SGA came back and he started kind of uh, showing, you know, a lot more of what his skills are. But I think Al Horford had a really solid night tonight, and he made four or five from the three-point range, so he was doing good there. And he was shot eight of 15, so he was really efficient. Scoring 21 points total, almost had a double-double with nine rebounds, which means he was being really effective on defense as well, making sure he got the ball back for his team. And I don't want to go, like, for the easy layup and just say, oh, SGA, because he had 32 points. But, I mean, he did. I'm not saying he didn't play well. He played He played good. But on nights like this, when you need someone, like, if SGA didn't have Al Horford sc- scoring 20 points, they probably would have lost. Because we've talked about this all season, how SGA needs... Someone to be somewhat comparable to him on any given night for them to win, and if it wasn't Al Horford tonight, they probably would have lost.
1: Yeah, yeah to have complimentary player to help out with the scoring, I think just getting to the foul line nine times, hitting all of them is probably. Like, if he doesn't get, to, if he gets to the foul line five or six times, Thunder probably lose. But
0: I mean, Matt, are are we wrong? It, should it be Pokushevsky, Should it be Al Horford? Um, I was gonna pick Pokushevsky, but it's obviously, I mean, it's obviously Shea. It's obviously Shea, but like you said, like you Oklahoma said, Oklahoma special shout out. To Alexey Pokashevsky, because I don't know uh, how many more times this season. As much as I love Pokushef- Pokushevsky and him just kind of uh, shoving it in the face of the haters tonight, um, I don't expect m- many more performances like this. There will be peaks and valleys, and this is probably one of the peaks. You, don't, be
2: you don't expect a couple more eight, nights like this?
0: 14-8, three, three assists, two blocks. No, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, they will probably be few and far between, but... It was very nice to see. I will say that. Because he has gotten a bunch of like unwarranted hate, in my opinion.
2: Matt, do you think that if... or I'm sorry. When Darius Baisley comes back healthy... From his
1: gruesome <laughs> shoulder contusion.
2: <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Uh, do you think that uh, Poku should just be back to the G League? Just kind of relegated for a little bit to work on his game more and come back even stronger? Or do you think he's kind of earned
0: his spot back? Um, I think I think he deserves to be back up here. Cause, cause what? When does the G League season end? I'm Wasn't actually looking. Like I'm a, actually looking that up. To I think see it was like a 13 Hold or 14 please. game season. Then they had like some sort of like playoff thing. Yeah, yeah. Cause I can't remember. But so that might be dwindling down already. Um, but no, I I think he deserves a, he deserves a spot, not in the starting lineup over Baisley, of course. But I mean, he's he's if he keeps playing like this, he's earning minutes. He's earning more and more minutes. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm just happy that I'm happy for him that he had a good game. They're in the finals. Right. Okay, so he got his He got his confidence. (laughs) Well, he got his confidence back. I'm glad. Um, And it it showed tonight. I hope he can build on this because, like I said, he's gotten a lot of unwarranted hate. So,
2: yeah, I thought he had a good night. Good for him. You know, I think he deserved this moment.
1: And this this is a post-game show of love and uh, reflection. And reflection is something we're probably going to be doing for the first half of the next segment because, like I said, only big things happen in Oklahoma City on March 11th. So we're going to go back in time to that fun time that we've all kind of remembered for the last 24 hours. But we're, we're going to dive in it ourselves. Christine Butterfield, Matt Burton, Brady Trantham here. This is the Thunder First Take post-game show. Oklahoma City defeats Dallas 116-108. to 108. No Luca. No Chris Stapps, no
0: problem. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show, presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 The Franchise. I'm here
2: live. That's not, I'm not a cat.
1: And we're back. Babe, there you go. I was hoping someone would do that. I got you. It's like the sixth time I've tried. No one's none. Of I did it the it. other time. I don't remember. Of course you don't.
0: Selective yeah. memory. Well, I, don't I remember.
1: It. I remember. See, every Matt's Matt got Matt me. I got you. Yeah.
0: Thank you. The vibes are feeling it. The vibes are back on. I was happy to come into work. And I knew I was going to see you guys. Yeah, how was oh, everybody? I was very happy. It's, it's the Thunder first take postgame show here
1: on one hundred seven point seven. The franchise, the Thunder defeat the Dallas Mavericks one sixteen to one hundred eight. The Oklahoma City Thunder now sixteen and 21. 11th, I believe, in the Western Conference. I believe got them right where we want them. There you go, <laughs> and closer and closer to the lottery. But I'm Brady Trantham. That's Christine Butterfield and Mr. Vibes himself, Matt Burton. So yeah, I mean, everybody enjoy their All Star break. It, it always it feel and you go into the All Star break. It's like oh, it's only like X amount of days, but man, it feels like an eternity that we were in here doing the post game show for the Thunder and the Mavericks. And again, I'll say it now until the end of time: the worst basketball game I've ever seen. And I've watched a handful of Long Kruger OU basketball games.
0: <laughs> yeah, a handful. It was, uh, it was such a bad game.
1: By the way, everybody, like it's it's starting to rain outside. It's almost springtime. It's time to mow the lawn. <laughs> <We're>
0: <laughs> the thunder, bro- lawn the thunder broke eighty. This time, though, Yay! against the Mavericks, Yay! that's good. That's Yay! good. They broke eighty. We've done it. Yes, we got it.
1: Keep Cade local. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Cade local, right? Is that what everybody wants? I think that's it, Mister Cade Cunningham. So
2: start the hashtag now.
1: Yeah, I've only started one hashtag in my time. I'm not. I'm not Eddie Rudovic. I'm not that popular.
2: Or Madison Morris. Oh
0: gosh. Yeah. Draft Cade Cunningham, and then. You know, what Brady would really like is if they sign uh, Brady Manic to a two-way deal.
1: Ooh, here let, let's pull back the curtain and talk. About you know, it. you know who I want, Austin Reeves. Let, let's what ba- do you think, Brady? Let's pull back the curtain and talk about a little personal stuff for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, I was fortunate enough. Uh, Matt is also vaccinated, right? Yes. Yes. Not, Not fully. fully. Not fully. I got my first. I got my first third. shot yesterday. I'm very thankful for that. Uh, it was uh, seamless, easy, quick, and uh, painless. Thankfully, I didn't have any uh, bad reactions to it. I've known some people that had. A bad day and a half, basically, yep. <laughs> they of course got better. Um, but I couldn't have my own day, and, oh. and, and Burton brought this up for me because oh. Madison Madison Morris decided like, Brady got a shot well I'm gonna get one too. And so she got one yesterday. It's like I, I, Brady can't even have his day, like Madison she's has still to, all your attention she doesn't is. work with me anymore, she's mm-hmm. not my partner anymore, mm-hmm. and yet she still has to like make me feel lesser. And it hurts. She still has that competitive edge, Brady. I mean, oh, she swept OU in basketball. Isn't that enough? (laughs) Not in football. Not in football. (laughs) True. Very true. What a shame that is. I mean, just look at that series record. Anyway. Going back to the Thunder.
0: (laughs) And that was bashing Madison. (laughs) That's going to be a segment on the Thunder First Take Post
1: Game Show Slash. The OKC eighty two podcast, which of course you can subscribe to anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's completely free. Can we uh, call
2: it Bash and Mads?
1: Bash and Mads. Bash and Mads. Yeah. As soon as you guys let a man on the Winning Women podcast, that would be great.
2: Well, <laughs> I don't see that happening. It's twenty twenty one. This is
1: the year of inclusion, not exclusion. Yes. <laughs>
2: You know, it was just International Women's Day. I don't know why this is even being brought up. You have to honestly, know, wait, you no, have the podcast day, yes. should be brought up because you know it's, it was International Women's Day. You should all go listen to it. It's all about empowering women. It's great. It's fun conversations. Go take a listen.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm running the show right now. Really quick. All right. <laughs> you don't you don't have any time to thank. Your favorite international woman: Matt Burton, Rihanna, Christine,
2: Alex Morgan. Oh wait, no.
0: I'm, uh, my no, no, mom. No, no, no. My mother. <laughs> My mother's my, is my is favorite. Is she European? <laughs> oh, no, she's my... local. Yeah, she's local. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rihanna. Come okay.
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> sorry, Mom. Nah, 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 nah. Well, before we <laughs> Who's know, yours? It's, it's, it's Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Kidman. You were about to say another name. No, I was going to say it's Prime Nicole Kidman. <laughs> oh, got gotcha, you. Gotcha. I mean, it's still it's still pretty much her. Did y'all see that one show she was in on HBO? What was it called? You're
2: the only one that watches Nicole Kidman stuff.
1: Uh, I mean... <laughs>
0: It's quite a sight to I see. Don't, I don't
2: really know what she's in.
0: <laughs> she was in a, I know she's, she's in about away. every movie that was good oh in the nineties. She Okay, was...
2: yeah, when I wasn't alive.
1: Moving on <laughs> to a time where you were alive, Christine. Let's all Great. let's all take a step back in time to March eleventh last year. Um and we were all still covering the Thunder, even back then. Uh we were all around each other that day, uh the days before. Um so I guess like the the big quick reminder of how things went down, at least leading up to that day, and I'll never forget it. So the Thunder were on a road trip prior to that Jazz game. They they played the Knicks and destroyed them. I think that was on a a Saturday or a Friday, and then they played Boston in the Garden on sunday and it was an afternoon game and madison was still with us and she was still you know probably making me feel lesser at the time uh, matt burton who she body shamed time after time always um you know it was the three of us we did like the thunder had that game dennis schroeder had the steal to win the game at the end it was exciting and we're doing the post game show the whole thing about the coronavirus is in my head like it, it's it's I'd heard about it. I'd seen it on Twitter, and we cover a a team that has Danilo Gallinari on it at the time, whose family is lives in Italy, and he had kind of talked to us about it, like off the record, just like things that he was worried about. And so, it was something I was fairly not frightened of at the point, but I was like, "Is this gonna be a thing? Like, this doesn't happen in this country. Like, what's what's going on?" And, you know, the Thunder beat the Celtics. It was an exciting game. They're coming back for a a homestand. And you're thinking, all right, if they beat the Jazz, they're going to be third or fourth in the Western Conference. This could be something exciting. So, like, that was still trying to take uh, precedent um, for my job. And then that day, earlier, I was filling in for uh, Dylan Buckingham on the uh, Dylan and Todd show, which was the exact moment when the World Health Organization classified it as a pandemic. And that's when I don't care about sports. What is going on? I don't like living. I like history. I don't like living in it. And then, of course, everything happened um, going into the game in Oklahoma City against the Jazz. And it got postponed. And uh, Matt, you were still here producing. I'll get to you in a second. But Christine, you were in the arena. Yeah. I cowered at Flint because I Mm -hmm. did the pregame show with John Hamm and Jerry Ramsey. And I wanted nothing to do with a building full of people, one of which being Rudy Gobert, who was sick but we don't know what it is we know it's not the <laughs> flu we know it's not leprosy but we don't we're know. not sure and it's like why is he here
2: you fools. they should have never brought him yeah you know what's crazy i remember stepping into that arena and feeling the energy of the atmosphere and you could just tell everyone was on edge like everyone was kind of it wasn't as jovial as it usually is no one was really chit-chatting that much it was kind of uh It was a very weird, just a really weird energy, just the entire arena. And I remember thinking, like, as I was walking around, I I remember thinking to myself, I think something's going to happen tonight. Like, I remember having this thought, like, I feel like something's going to happen tonight. And... Then, you know, you go to the, you know how, like, the media has, like, you know, like, dinner because we're there for numerous hours the entire night. So, in the in the media room, like, no one's really talking. And then you go up to Cloud City, where we usually sit and no one's really talking. And um, the whole pregame goes as usual, like the National Anthem sung They do the pregame lineup. And then you just see the refs all talking and they talk to the coaches and the players are just, you know, Rushed into the locker rooms. And the second those players were rushed away, I thought, okay, there's no way that there's going to be a game tonight. And Jerry Ramsey was there. It was me, Jerry Ramsey, Madison Morris, Derek Parker, and Ryan Chapman. Some guy named Ryan. Yeah, some guy named Ryan. Ugh, no one really knows him. Anyway, and Jerry was like, document everything. And so we start taking videos. We start, like, taking notes. I would have said...
1: I would have just started writing down, there's a light switch right behind me.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it just kind of got crazy, and they started putting out basically every single thing they could to stall. Because there was fans at the arena, they, you they know? They threw
0: Frankie J out there. I, they, I was going back to my they, tweets they, from they that <laughs> night. They
2: put out Frankie J. And
0: I, I said... uh In quotes, Rumble, get out there and fire up some backwards half-court shots. (laughs) And then I said, I wanted to be the guy to say that sentence because that's just a great. They had Rumble out there just throwing up back. Have him go go one on one with Frankie J. Jerry (laughs) ramey has got next. I also said, someone call Red Panda. We have an emergency. (laughs) Literally, someone. (laughs) Someone should have called. Get the signal.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was just eerie, though, because then, obviously, then the the announcement was made that the game will be postponed, and that was when, at that point, the game was going to be postponed. And then, you know, that was kind of the last domino to fall because after that game and after... It was confirmed that Rudy Gobert had the coronavirus and it was in America, basically, and it affected the sports world.
1: And then Tom Hanks got it.
2: And then Tom and Hanks his wife, got it. Rita
1: Wilson. And it was like, if you didn't think this was real, hey, then Forrest we really hey, started freaking out. yeah,
2: <laughs> Forsgum could be dead. No. And it, yeah, I just remember thinking, not knowing what to think. And then after that, the whole world changed. So that was my night.
1: I mean, were you in the arena for like 12 hours like Ryan was?
2: I was there for a good four, ish, and then I decide, I decided to leave because no okay? one in the arena was getting any information.
1: I, I just remember thinking like like because I again I wasn't there, but I remember talking to Ryan, and I was just like, as soon as you th- know you can leave, just go home. And he was he like, did I, I don't know if I can leave. What do and you mean? It, he knew he could leave. Well, I mean, at the time, like what I thought at the time, the reason why I didn't go in there was I thought. I thought that the thing was like a bio bomb. I thought it was like a right, biological right. weapon. Oh like everybody gosh. in that arena is going to get sick, right? Because like, I'm not uh, a
0: scientist, but we didn't know what we know now. Obviously, like we had no idea. Yeah, was yeah. like okay, it's kind of like I was. Fred's like wildfire. Yeah, in, in Rudy Gobert had countries. done the
1: thing where he touched all the phones and all the mics, yeah. and it's like, oh, oh now God. he's going to get the jazz beat writer sick, like seriously. And this is no, it was. Uh, it was the complete and utter opposite of what this job is supposed to be, and it's fun. And it became like, like yeah, this job can be hard and difficult and grinding at times, but it's rarely something where you go you go home and you're like, I absolutely hate what I'm doing. And as somebody who wanted to get into sports media, I didn't want to get into journalism, media, news, and our jobs just kind of became that that moment. But Matt, the if there was anything funny about that night, it was. When the game got postponed, I started packing everything up at Flint, and was like, "All right, no post game because there was right. no game. I did so I'm gonna I'm gonna pack up and get the heck out of Dodge as, as quickly as possible, and right as I'm and like loading everything up, Jerry texts me and says, "Hey, go on and tell people what's going on," and I'm like, "I don't know what's going. I don't right. know what to say," and he convinced me to do it. And you were producing, and
0: I. I, I. remember to this day. I. We were, day, we were I'm like, doing that. That we had to be the one. Like uh, uh, <laughs> we were both doing that. Like I just. I don't know what to Chris say. Paul like, shot 0 for 0 on in the game. <laughs> he's
1: terrible.
0: But we're no, still like I, for I get it now. Ret, like in retrospect, because I I was back here. Like I had a funny story. Just scrolling back through my Twitter on that day, I had a remote in Okarchi and oh wow, <laughs> Manor Ford in Okarchi, and I had Ishins right after. So I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm going to Aishan's. Like this is great, great day. Any day you get to go to Aishan's. So come back and um, then yeah, no. So I'm watching it in there, there in the conference room by myself. It's a home game, and uh, so that means I'm by myself back here watching, watching the games. Apologies, and uh, so. Yeah, you know, I'm watching this whole thing go down. Look I'm, behind the curtain. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have fun on Twitter, which uh, in a serious moment, which I know I shouldn't, but it wasn't anything bad. It, I, I wasn't It, was, it, was bad. it wasn't a Myers Leonard moment. It was just what I was saying. Like, um, hey, call Red Panda. We have an emergency for entertainment. Yeah. Um, but no. So I uh, hear the games canceled. Like everything. I'm about to walk out the door. Like I'm ready to get home, and like. Just like kind of call my dad on the way home and be like, "Hey, like, what's up, man? Like, this is crazy. Like, this is crazy." And Jerry calls me. He's like, "Hey, no, like, we're going on." Like, and at the time I was like, "Oh, why? (laughs) Why would we do that? That seems like a terrible idea." But now, in in retrospect, I'm kind of glad we did because I mean, it is a a historic moment. So it's kind of we had to kind of say
1: something. It was as close as I'm ever going to feel to Walter Cronkite when he, you know, that. Famous news clip of him announcing JFK had been assassinated. Not saying I'm anywhere close to like that important or talented, but it's the one time where I'm like, wow, I'm actually talking about something that's more important than just a silly game. Yeah. And I I I felt woefully unprepared.
0: (laughs) I do vividly remember that too, because, yeah, me and you, because Jerry and Madison were like coming from the arena. Yeah, I think you you and I did the first segment
1: by ourselves. Yeah, we did the
0: first segment by ourselves, and it was kind of just like, you were, you were kind of spitballing, but kind of speechless. And I was just like, D- I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I was so speechless. It was just no a, one weird, in the arena a weird knew moment either. in time. Yeah, it, it was, was just crazy. a weird moment in time. And I, I, that's the first time I'd been, like, I haven't been doing radio that long, but it's the first time where I just didn't know what to say.
1: Yeah, I started relaying news that Rudy Gobert had the coronavirus, then Donovan Mitchell had it. Uh, I think uh, oh, Christian Wood. I think that got announced that night and then of course Tom Hanks and I'm like what's going on like this isn't what I want to do and this isn't what I want to talk about and um, fortunately like the the whole point of this is like of course like we have to talk about it it was a year ago significant you know humans like like weird things like that on this day 10 years ago like we we like things like that the thing that I'm taking away from this the most though guys is a year ago today and then like the days after I was not very hopeful and optimistic about things. Yeah.
0: You called me on the way, like I was on my way home and you know, Brady I, called me. He's like, how you doing, man? I was like, I'm I'm good. I think I didn't see <laughs> I mean, you
1: guys like, for like weeks. So, like, yeah. we, we talked on yeah. zoom a lot, like in the early part of the lockdown. But the important thing is like a year later, things are looking so much better. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure. so thankful because hopefully around summertime, everybody's good and vaccinated. Hopefully these vaccines work uh, phenomenally well so that, late summer fall we can have concerts we can have full arenas we can have fun stuff we can have christine throwing trash in the trash can (laughs) very loud okay
2: (laughs) okay that was so rude my mic was off on purpose she
1: was like mad she was mad at that bottle (laughs) it was very mad guys
2: i don't know how was that loud i I hate hate
1: recycling
0: (laughs) take that earth why well, you gotta said.
2: call me out like
1: that, uh, Well, because everybody heard it. Uh, shout this out thing.
0: also to Pokes eleven forty two and Blue Pitch Gaming, uh, who are watching us on Twitch right now. Watch, oh, shout out to you guys! Twitch.tv watching my franchise live,
1: watching me start to sweat because it is hot in here. Christine, maybe turn <laughs> right. the fan off. If
2: they're if they're watching, they know that I didn't just like freaking cash that into well, the trash can you did with arms all the... today, didn't you? I did I did back and biceps today. Yeah, well, there you go. My biceps are a little bit
1: sore. We a, I mean, Brian Bosworth over here, Oklahoma City. We've made it a year into this. We're looking a lot better. Let's continue to do do so. And guess what? The Thunder won tonight, so everybody should be in a good mood. Oklahoma City defeats the Dallas Mavericks, one sixteen to one hundred eight. Shigel Alexander with a great, 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 great game, especially at the end, the final three minutes. Pokusevski, this will be his game up unless he. Proves us all wrong and continues to improve, uh, but it's always fun to see the Thunder win for everybody. So everybody's happy. But Christine Butterfield, Matt Burton, Brady Trantham here. No tank commander of the game tonight because Ty Jerome hit that three. It would have been him, but he hit that three. Uh, but stay tuned. Final segments. Welcome back to the Oklahoma
0: City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise.
2: You know the f- vibes.
1: Ni hao, guten abends, because it's nighttime. But we're back. The Thunder are back, and they're back to their winning ways. Just like everybody wanted, right? Because as soon as everybody saw that Alexi Pokshevsky was in the starting lineup, because Darius Baisley was out with a shoulder owie. And you know, Hamadou Diallo's not playing, and you know, you know George Hill's not playing. You are like, oh, here come the tanks! Time to get K Cunningham. Wrong. Oklahoma City defeats the Luka Doncic-less oh. and Kristaps Porzingis-less nice Dallas Mavericks one sixteen to one hundred eight behind thirty two points from Shea gillis Alexander, twenty one from Al Horford, fourteen from Lou Dort and Alexei Pokashevsky. and also three very important points. From Ty Jerome, Christine Butterfield at CB on sports. Brady Trantham here at Brady Does Sports and then I am Matt Burton on Twitter, but you know, he just goes by Matt Burton or Vibes or, do- vibes. or do-
2: Matt
0: Sid vibes. Burton vibes.
1: or Doctor Vibenstein, you know, whatever. I, you know, yeah. I like Mysterio vibes. Mysterio vibes. Mysterio.
0: Yeah, I, I am pretty mysterious, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> going on so. behind, I don't know what's going, <laughs> going on behind that beard
0: half the time. No one does, but that's the that's the point. Has
1: anyone seen you your
0: face naked before? I'm sure I've showed you a picture of me in high school. You wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I went to high school. Yes, I know. (laughs) Whoa, it's crazy. You have had a beard (laughs) since high school. No, I had a naked face in high school. I know. After high school,
1: Matt. Matt, It was like Matt Muir in high school. Matt Muir.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then after high school, I was like, "Oh wow, I can grow facial hair. Oh wow, it comes in pretty well." So I just kind of stuck with it.
1: I couldn't if I tried. Uh, Could Pokusheskii grow a beard? No. No, Christine. Absolutely not. No. I wonder what his style is going to be like. Like We've already had this conversation, I think, at the beginning of the year, but like, remember the transformation Stephen Adams went through? like <laughs> His clean-cut, short hair, and then what he eventually what if Poku, became? What, if Poku, what if, Poku Poku does the,
2: if Poku gets a rat tail? I'm done.
1: What if he just goes the Birdman route and just tats up? Oh, <laughs> yes.
0: I need it. He gets I way it. too
1: much American culture.
0: He would get He would get better, I think. I think it would make him a better basketball player. If, if he, got a if he had tattoos. a cool
1: nickname, like Chris Anderson... You know, is a man, he can be locked up or destroyed. But if you become more than a man, just like Batman, we talked about Batman earlier, Christine, and you never told us why. Hmm. But, anyways, let's talk about the bench because we talked glowingly about the starting five, all the starting five in double figures, and that's going to help the Thunder win probably all their games. But, uh, guys, tonight, Isaiah Roby. Kenrich Williams, Ty Jerome, they all play. No Mike Muscala, and I guess that was a coaching decision. What did Mark Dagnalt say, Christine?
2: Mark Dagnalt said that he did not play Mike Muscala tonight because they were testing out Moses Brown.
0: A.K.A. Muscala's getting traded. Exactly. So he's not going to get Uh-oh. in. There. What? What? Start what? Road, like, oh, start the
1: room. Aggregate Mom! the news, what? bloggers. Let's do it. No, because Moses Brown who is all legs. Like, his legs start down here. Like, I know I'm on the What's radio. What's It's is- down here, and then it goes all the way up to the sky. I thought that Poku was lanky, and then I saw this dude play, and I was like,
2: I don't know what I was thinking before because this guy just looks like straight-up limbs.
1: 8 points, 12 rebounds. He almost had a double-double in his NBA... Like... Has he played yet this year? If he has, it It was... It was 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 like like one game. It was garbage His first meaningful game of meaningful minutes. I mean, this guy was playing well into the fourth quarter.
0: In in fact, did he end the game? I I, I don't think so. But, Mm. um... I don't think so, but, like... his g league numbers were insane, so no, him I and think so were, I think like yeah,
1: him and poker run Showtime Lakers down there in the bubble, right,
0: he was averaging like eighteen points and thirteen rebounds in the G league, which is insane <laughs> oh stop and uh yeah, so I don't know i I get that i kind of i guess I kind of buy that that they want to see where Moses Brown is, but also. But yeah, also think, to sit also Mike Muscala the entire my, game to put my conspiracy theory hat on my tinfoil
1: hat. Presty wouldn't trade his most prized possession. <laughs> <laughs> like the dude went to the Great White North to get this guy. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. That's true. He won't. He won't trade him. That's he future. Cannot. Like hang his number in the rafters, Mike Muscala. You think Presty convinced him? But hey, we'll hang your number in the rafters.
0: You see what we did with old
1: Nick? Where'd he go, Nick go to? Collison? He went to Bucknell, Bucknell, right? Yeah. Yeah. His his jersey's hanging up there. His jersey's going to hang up in Chesapeake Energy Arena. So.
0: More power, too?
1: I hope it does. No, but, uh, I mean, Christine, it's just one game. And, of course, the, the the G League bubble is there for us to reference, if we so chose so. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, given what we think at this point, 16 days away from the trade deadline, players like Moses Brown could very well have a lot of opportunities moving forward. And even Kenrich Williams, even Isaiah Ruby, who like two players who I think have basically hit maxed out their... Year this year, in terms of what they're able to do, I think opponents kind of understand what to do. I mean, Isaiah Roby still had a nice little step back three tonight, but we don't really know what Moses Brown's capabilities are in terms of like what he can bring consistently if he's placed in the rotation for like a 10 game stretch. Like, is there anything that you've seen in just a one game sample size of like, okay, there's something there, there's something there that I can get excited for, especially if he develops some nice two way chemistry with somebody else off the bench, like a Ty Jerome or even a Pokoszewski, if he gets. Uh, place back on the bench when Darius Baisley comes back?
2: Uh, yeah, you know, I thought he fit into the offense pretty well, especially with his height. I think he can be successful. He is rather lanky, so at times... uh his shooting and just the way he interacts with the players he's defending against can look slightly awkward, like he doesn't know exactly where to put his limbs. Um, and I think we saw that a little bit on the defensive end. He was kind of fouling a little bit too much, a little bit slap-happy, but offensively, I thought that he was pretty good at picking his shot, which is a really key characteristic in the NBA. So if he continues to do that, I think he'll be good. Other than that, though, I don't... I can't really say much besides the fact that he was able to get on the boards really well, and he had 12 rebounds tonight. So that le- that leads me to believe that he uses his height to his advantage in the right moments.
1: Well, I mean, I'm just frankly surprised he hasn't kicked anybody. Me <laughs> because, too. Again, it's just all legs. It's a very interesting. His arms are pretty long too. Very interesting physical attributes. This Moses Brown. And I mean that in the most respectful way. Because, I mean, you, you know, like the cliche, like basketball players are tall and skinny and lanky. Like if you're thinking about it from a high school perspective, um, college, NBA, it, it gets to a different level. But um, maybe Moses Brown is just going to be like pokoshevsky Matt, where there's some physical maturity that's going to come just with age. And even still, I, I don't really know what to expect. I mean, I don't, even, I don't really even have a take.
0: No, no, yeah. Like I, the G
1: League either. is what it is and it's fun and like I said like when Poku goes back to the bench if Darius Bailey comes back relatively soon maybe they'll have a nice little two-way chemistry that can build Moses Brown into something just on it on on that's own merit. Uh but other than that I've like nothing.
0: No, I don't have a take. He he's going to need to do something like this more consistently up at the NBA because like and we've seen it with the Thunder before. The Thunder G League before at the Oklahoma City Blue, like Dakari Johnson put up crazy numbers, but couldn't get all, couldn't stick with the NBA. Like Justin Patton, he had a crazy game in the G League and got us Isaiah Roby. So who knows? I, I, Moses Brown, he'll, he's miles above the G League level. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like you said, I, I don't really have a take yet. He's going to need to do something like like he did tonight more consistently for me to have a have a take.
2: Yeah, I don't, I mean like I don't really know what his future looks like and I don't know if he's going to look anything like he did tonight. That's just kind of like my initial reactions from what I saw.
1: Christine, if you knew his future, I would be afraid of you because you would be some type of soothsayer or witch. I kind of wish
2: I could see into the future. That'd be kind of sick.
1: I would run away from her because I don't know if y'all heard in the previous segment, but Christine has like really strong physical strength and you know, if she paired that with like some type of Mysterious black magic, then she would be something to truly fear.
2: Ooh, I'd be unstoppable.
1: Yeah, but right now you're stoppable.
2: I know, and it's sad.
1: You hate. To I see, need to work on that. Hate to see it. Any final thoughts from this game before we take? Uh, before Burton takes us around the association. I mean, we we talked SGA, we talked Al Horford, Lou Dort had a good little return to form game. 14 points, four of nine from the floor, four of seven from the three point line. So Ryan Chapman is somewhere either happy or throwing his head <laughs> skull. <laughs> part of his body into a wall. Uh, But Tao Maldon looked pretty good, 11 points, 9 assists, leading the team, 4 rebounds. Teo Maldon just continues his stellar rookie year, and it's just going to be a rookie season that's going to be buried in a bad rookie class. But it's still going to be buried (laughs) because no one cares about the Thunder outside of Oklahoma. No one cares about Tao Maldon. He was a second-round pick. He was Tony Parker's guy, but... I mean, the Thunder have so much to be excited for—not just their draft assets and everything in the future, but just the guys they have now.
2: Yeah, you kind of hit it, Brady. I was going to talk about what I thought Taylor looked like tonight because after SGA was kind of taken out of the first quarter, I don't—I don't know if I want to say prematurely because at that point it was like they ended the first quarter thirty-five to nineteen. So I'm sure that. Uh, Mark Dagnall was like, okay, SJ doesn't re- really need to be in that long for right now. So, a
1: little too good, guys. A little too good.
2: Doing a little too good here. So, whenever Teo Maladon did take over control of the offense, I thought he looked very comfortable, very confident, and he knew where to hit his guys correctly. And he had some seamless passes. like Just his like outlook on the floor, knowing where his players are at, and being able to execute such finesse. Like, I think he has a really high ceiling and he just continues to improve game to game every time he gets more and more minutes. And so that leads me to believe that he's going to be he's he can turn into a really solid player in a couple of years. And I know that no one's going to really know who this kid is until two years from now. So I kind of feel lucky that we get to have this conversation so early in his career. But I I thought he looked really strong tonight. So that's kind of my um, biggest takeaway besides the fact that Poku came back as strong as he did, which we already talked about.
0: Yeah, final thoughts for me. Uh, Glad to see the Thunder Break 80 against the Mavs. That's good. Good one. Um, uh, I need all the Poku haters' tears bottled and sent to me uh, so I can drink them at my leisure. So Um, leave them your
2: number or your address. mm,
0: They can DM me for that. (laughs) Um, But in... In reality, no one really played bad tonight. Like Ty Jerome was one for eight. That was, he was, but he did like he did some he did some good things. I Dumb. thought, but like no one really played terrible tonight. So I, I think that's that's something to uh, kind of hang, hang your hat on. I, I was Trevor Reza was trash. I was glad to see that. Yeah, Trevor
1: Reza was Man. just garbage. I garbage. That's what. Burton, take us around the association quickly. Yes,
0: this will be a quick around the association because we are when you running get, out of time. When
1: you get to the heat, Uh-oh. just call, call them the Pacers. They wore their Pacers jerseys tonight. Oh, I don't man. recognize them.
0: Ugh. The uh, Charlotte Hornets got a win in Charlotte tonight against the Detroit Pistons, 105-102. to 102. Um, Jeremy Grant, 32. Good for him. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Toronto Tampa Bay Raptors 121-120 to 120 in Tampa Bay tonight. Tony Snell hit a game winner. For the for the Hawks, uh, Trey Young thirty seven points tonight for the Atlanta Hawks.
1: Delicious. Mm.
0: Uh, Milwaukee Bucks get a win in Milwaukee one thirty four to one hundred one over the New York Knicks. Um, R.J. Barrett had twenty two. Giannis had a triple double 10 and ten tonight. Just Giannis is very just easy. stupid. Good. Very easy. Yeah. <laughs> Christine Butterfield quote: "Giannis
1: is just stupid. Just stupid. Hmm,
0: that's he, he's probably uh, fifty thousand dollar fine for you, Christine. Yeah, great. The Brooklyn Nets get a win in Brooklyn tonight against the Boston Celtics, one twenty-one to one oh nine. Kyrie Irving had forty against his former team tonight. Good for Kyrie. Love to see it. The Minnesota Timberwolves." Beat the, the 8 and 29, I should say, Minnesota Timberwolves beat the New Orleans Pelicans 135 to 105. No oh, defense was played. No defense was played. Constantly Towns is back. They didn't have D'Angelo Russell. And they scored 135 and beat the Pelicans in New Orleans. That is that's just astounding. <laughs> 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 the Philadelphia 76ers get a win in Chicago. Tonight, one twenty-seven to one o five. Tobias Harris, twenty-four, to lead the way. Them and Laurie Markkinen, twenty-three, to lead the way. Philly is arguably
1: playing the best basketball in the league right now.
0: Yeah, they're that's crazy to me. I did not think that they'd be this good.
1: Um, We'll wait till the playoffs when Joel Embiid has to actually be conditioned. (laughs) So the
0: Miami Pacers slash (laughs) Heat won tonight uh, in Miami. Beating the Orlando Magic 111 to 103. Take that, Nikola Thunder fans. points, 24.17 boards. Jimmy Butler 27 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds. Um, one other final tonight. The Blazers lose at home 127 129. The Phoenix Suns get the win. Uh, Devin Booker at 35. Chris Paul at 19 and 7 assists. Uh, a couple games in progress. The Clippers are ahead of the Warriors right now with seven minutes left in the game. One hundred fifteen to eighty-seven. One hundred fifteen to eighty-seven. Oh wow, I, my page just loaded. It's uh, one hundred twenty-eight to one hundred four now, Ugh. with uh, under a minute left. So breaking news! My, my page just refreshed as I was The news is breaking by like seven minutes, uh, and then the Kings uh, beat the Rockets tonight. One hundred twenty-four to one hundred five. The Rockets keep losing. No. <laughs>
2: Wow. That was around the
0: association.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, we got 15 minutes left of March 11th, so let's uh remember how things were a year ago and be thankful for our, what they're looking at. Looking, r- looking 15 minutes like right now. Yes. It's 25. 25. I Christine, what I'm not a math that? guy. You're We got math... into radios. We didn't yeah, You're the to math, math person. You've got the computer in front of you. Thank Come you on. so much. Christine Butterfield over there for your uh uh your math takes, and you're throwing inanimate objects in frustration to show off their physical strength, but you can follow her on Twitter at c b on sports. Christine, thank you for coming. I hope you join us again.
2: <laughs> thank you for bullying me
0: about <laughs> my water bottle. Well, happy yeah. belated you uh, are the one who bullied, bullied the bottle. What' you say Matt? happy belated uh international women's day? Thank you so much. I, I appreciate forgot, I forgot the to love. Say she is local the day, so. I'm sorry. She's but right in front of To someone in um, a different country, she's international. Yeah, the OKC82 yeah, podcast yeah. audience is vast. So. Um, I I know
2: people in Australia that I think listen to the OKC82 podcast, so therefore I'm international. Yeah. Okay, fair. And you guys are also international, so. Exactly. And international there's International, men international
1: Men's, Men's Day. <laughs> there you go. CB on sports for uh, Christine on Twitter. Matt Burton. I am Matt Burton on Twitter. Brady Trantham here at Brady Sports. Thunder defeat... The Dallas Mavericks, 116-108. to 108. <laughs> Stay tuned on 107.7, for the franchise tomorrow, for Thunder Talk, OU Basketball Talk, and probably OU Football Talk because we are the flagship station for Oklahoma Sooner Sports. But until next time, the Thunder play the Knicks, I believe at 1 o'clock Saturday, so we will be on at some point that day. So stay tuned. Be safe. Good night, Oklahoma.